Let us pray. The leprosy, therefore, of Naaman shall cleave unto thee, and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. 2 Kings 5.27 In my life, Lord, no matter how tempting the offers may be, guide me so that I only receive from others only what you've chosen to release to me. I declare that I will not act as Gehazi and allow greed to cloud my integrity and judgment. Far from it, far be it from me to step out of alignment and flow with your perfect will. For I know that whatever you bless me with, there will be no sickness, sorrow, or guilt attached. When the time comes for my blessing to overtake me because of my obedience, I will position my heart and my ears to listen for your permission to receive. Until then, I will remain humble and steadfast, knowing that increase is just around the corner from my faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Continue listening for an incredible Bible story brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. 
Gehazi. In our last story, God healed a foreign warrior by the name of Naaman. Naaman was plagued with leprosy and turned down by the king of Israel. Elisha saw this as a perfect opportunity to show all the nations that the Lord is a Lord of healing and power. Naaman was refreshed in the cool water of the Jordan River. As he bathed himself in the river, his sick and dying flesh was replaced with new life. Now we learn of Naaman's newfound love for God and desire to bless the people of God. However, Elisha's servant Gehazi's heart changes for the worse as he descends into a cycle of greed and treachery, inspired by the book of Second Kings. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In the previous episode, we learned about Naaman, the Syrian commander who sought healing for his leprosy from the prophet Elisha in Israel. Despite his initial reluctance and prideful thinking, Naaman finally acted in faith and believed God, and his skin, his illness, was completely healed. Today, we'll pick up where we left off yesterday and hear how Naaman responded to his healing and how Elisha's servant Gehazi gives in to corruptive thinking and deceit. He suffers a painful consequence for his choice and became an example of God's judgment for greed and dishonesty. So, here's today's Bible reading. Naaman emerged from the Jordan River a new man. As the sun set, the old and dying flesh had been washed away along with his old life. In many ways, Naaman was a completely new person. He had experienced the glory of God in the cool river for the first time. His heart beat with more purpose. His lungs were filled with new life. He was aware and alert to the movement of God. This caused joy in Naaman like never before. He rushed immediately to Elisha and said, I know with complete certainty that there is no God except the God of Israel. Then Naaman rolled out gifts of gold and silver to give to Elisha. Elisha shook his head and smiled, No, as surely as the Lord lives, I will take nothing from you. Naaman urged Elisha to receive any type of gift from him. Although Naaman was trying to give Elisha gifts, it was really a gesture towards God. Gratitude filled his heart for the first time in years, and he desired to bless those who blessed him. Very well, Naaman replied, but at least allow me to load my mules with some of the earth from this holy place. I would like to remind myself continually of this experience. His eyes began to well up with tears. They were tears of joy and peace. From now on, I will not worship any god except the Lord. Only may the Lord pardon me when my king leans on me to bow. Elisha was filled with the joy of the Lord at Naaman's change of heart. He could see the transformative power of God in his life. Go in peace, he told him. And with that, Naaman departed back to his home. Yet with all the Lord's blessing, darkness still lingered. Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, stewed in bitterness as Naaman left. He watched as the rich commander left with all his riches. Why didn't my master accept the gifts he offered, he said to himself. Led by greed, Gehazi packed his things to go pursue Naaman to receive gifts for himself. Gehazi rode fast to catch up to them, intent on satisfying his fleshy desire for temporary things. Naaman saw him running after him, 
He climbed down from his chariot and walked towards him. Worried that something might be wrong, Naaman shouted, Is everything okay? Yes, Gehazi said, trying to catch his breath. However, my master has sent me to tell you that two of your prophets have just arrived at the house. He would like seventy-five pounds of silver and two sets of clothing to give them his gifts. Gehazi lied. There were no prophets. He fully planned to keep the wealth for himself. Greed had a chokehold over his heart, and it would not relent. Naaman smiled, pleased that he could bless the household of Elisha. Of course, take double the portion. So Naaman's servants followed Gehazi back. Gehazi took the goods back to the house and hid the treasures for himself. Then Gehazi composed himself, brushed the dust off his cloak, and walked back into the house. He was met with a sitting Elisha. Gehazi did his best to smile. He passed his master and began his regular chores. Where have you been, Gehazi? Elisha asked casually. Nowhere, Gehazi replied while sweeping, doing his best to avoid eye contact. Elisha sighed, displeased with Gehazi's unwillingness to repent on his own. He must have known that Elisha would have found out. Was he really that ignorant of how the Lord worked? Gehazi, Elisha said gently, Don't you realize that I was with you in spirit while you approached Naaman on his chariot? Gehazi gulped, realizing that his sins had caught up to him quicker than expected. Are we to receive money and clothing? Are we to receive olive groves, beautiful vineyards, livestock and servants? Is this who we are? Elisha's voice became more harsh. He stood to his feet and met Gehazi in the eyes. He stared at him intensely. Gehazi could feel the eyes of God on him. Because you have robbed a man healed of leprosy, you and your descendants will struggle with that same plight forever. Gehazi's guilt rushed over him, and pain began to rush up his arms and legs. Then, in that moment, Gehazi's body crumbled with leprosy. Today's passage opens up where we ended yesterday. Naaman followed Elisha's instructions after dipping himself in the Jordan seven times. He then emerged with new skin, completely healed of leprosy. So in 2 Kings 5.15, we read then what Naaman did. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all of his company, and he came and stood before him, and he said, Behold, I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. This man, who had such doubts about finding healing in this foreign river from a prophet who didn't even come out and make a show of healing him, had experienced a change, a change deep in his heart, much deeper than his skin. He regained the feeling that he had lost in his leprosy. But more importantly, his heart is warm towards God, the God of healing, who had healed not only his physical disease, but washed his spirit. And his response was to confess God, not just to Elisha, but in the presence of all his company. This grateful man wanted to repay Elisha for what he had done, but Elisha would accept no payment. It was God who had healed, and Elisha would not profit in this way from his ministry. Naaman then made a request that may sound unusual. He asked for permission to load dirt into a cart so he could carry it home and spread it on the ground there. It may sound very strange to our ears, of course, but Elisha would have understood it. Naaman was recognizing that the soil in Israel represented God's land, God's territory. 
And now that Naaman had given his heart and trust to the one true God, the God of Israel, he wanted to take some of that territory, symbolically speaking, to his own home so that he could worship God on his land. He then asked Elisha to pardon him for when he had to go before his king to bow down to a pagan god, Rimmon. In other words, he knew he would have to put on an act if he was going to pay honor to a false god. And so he wanted Elisha and God himself to know that his heart was truly committed to the Lord and not an idol. Elisha recognized the intent behind these requests and told Naaman to go in peace. So Naaman departed, leaving no gifts, but taking holy ground with him back to Syria. But while Naaman's heart had been filled with faith in God, Elisha's servant Gehazi was moving in the opposite direction. He allowed greed to enter his heart and to fill it with darkness and sin. Like the leprosy that had filled Naaman's body and left him unfeeling, greed and sin numbed Gehazi's heart, and he went after Naaman with deceit and personal gain on his mind. He caught up to Naaman, who asked what he needed. Gehazi lied and said Elisha had requested silver and clothing to give his gift to two sons of prophets. Naaman was eager to give generously and gave a double portion to Elisha's unfaithful servant. Gehazi hid what he had received, but Elisha knew, so he questioned his servant, asking where he had been. Again, Gehazi lied and said he hadn't been anywhere. That's when Elisha let him know that he had been caught. He rebuked him for what he had done, taking from Naaman and making a mockery of what God had done to show his glory to a foreigner. Elisha sent Gehazi away with a curse. The leprosy of which Naaman had been healed would be visited upon him and his descendants. And as he walked away, Gehazi's flesh was consumed with leprosy. Lord God, we thank you for the truth of the Bible and the greatness of these stories that we're hearing. We pray, O oh God, that we would learn each day the lessons we need to live in obedience to you. Help us, Lord, to have hearts that are full of you and always sensitive to know and do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer and Bible study a priority in your life. And if you enjoyed this podcast, tell someone else about it. We would love to connect with you at jackgraham.org for there are resources and opportunities for you to continue to grow in your faith through this ministry. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! 
<laughs> Ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and logic. Love and logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With love and logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Hey, I'm here to tell you about Upfaith and Family, the leading streaming service for uplifting entertainment. It's the only place to stream all seasons of the award-winning series Heartland with exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. Binge all the past seasons and don't miss the season 17 premiere on April 25th and stream a new episode weekly. Dive into the warmth of Heartland and let Upfaith and Family be your go-to service for all things uplifting. Start your free trial today. Go to upfaithandfamily.com for your free trial. Upfaithandfamily.com.